0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS IViews podcast. Ultimetric, a data and digital engineering services company offers a digital business methodology aiming to provide a blueprint to develop, scale and launch new products to market. At Money 2020, we're here from Beam Adavikolanu, Chief Transformation Officer and Beju Panika, Global CTO and Practice Head, Banking, Insurance and Financial Services, both with Ultimetric. But first, do you want to access the $10 billion Middle East fintech opportunity? If the answer is yes, then join the Cedar IBSI fintech lab and fast track your journey of market expansion to the GCC with us. As a fintech lab member, you'll have access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like minded individuals, building your knowledge base, skills and connections visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com. Now, back to our conversation with Beam Adavikalanu and Beju Panika of Ultimetric.
1: We call ourselves a digital transformation enabler, basically, in the sense that uh, a lot of people talk about digital transformation from a technology standpoint. We don't look at digital transformation as a technology initiative. We look at it as a business initiative. What is it that we're trying to solve for the customer? either in terms of increasing their top lines or kind of bringing efficiencies into their bottom lines and or, obviously, improving the customer experience that their customers are going to have interacting with their products and services. Right. So we see digital transformation from the standpoint of business than technology. So that's where we are different. So what are we trying to kind of really achieve in doing so is we don't, again, believe that Uh, digital transformation is a long journey it has to be incremental in nature and it has to be bite-sized in nature so that way the business gets a continuous feed of digital transformation initiatives and they're able to kind of take these initiatives to their customers on a continuous basis but that's our story to the market right now what do we do from if I kind of then lift the hood up is we are actually kind of we do three main areas we work in three main areas one We are a digital product engineering company. We enable the digital products of our customers. We build them, we monetize them, we take them to market. The second area is around data. Anything and everything to do with data, all the way from ingestion to visualization, making sense of the data. That's what we specialize in. And the third area is around DevSecOps, trying to kind of build this foundation for digital transformation for our customers. We don't do anything else. We don't kind of go beyond that because we want to be really specialized, really, really firm on our niche. And that's what we are. Well,
2: you're not a fintech in front of a consumer. You're, if I can put this this way, you're in the engine room of the financial institution. Whether it's a bank or a fintech?
1: That is correct. So you find ourselves at the back end of uh, actually developing the products for our fintechs. Right? For example, a customer in, in the UK, which started off as a peer-to-peer lending uh, platform. Building that platform all the way to the market, taking it to the, uh, uh, to the consumers, we were the engine behind that. So that's basically what we
2: do. Part of that job is to satisfy the demands of your clients so they can deliver to their clients. That is correct. What happens when somebody turns to you and
1: says, I'm going public, or I want to do X? So basically what we do is we kind of take a step back with them and say, yes, that's your goal and objective. Are you really ready for that? Are you kind of in a shape and form that you can actually kind of meet the demands of what you're trying to project yourself to be and help them actually bridge that gap? So for example, there was a startup in the US called Gigster. They were actually, they had an idea. They wanted to kind of get to the market. They wanted to kind of find investors in that space. But they could not kind of, they did not have a wherewithal to really shape the product up or kind of take it to consumers. What we helped them was conceptualize it, make it a real product, take it to the market, market test it, so that they can prove the concept to the investors, get the funding, and move to the next round. So that's an example of a journey that we kind of provide.
2: So you're taking people on a on a potentially scalable journey. Absolutely. In terms of Ultimetric itself,
1: what happens next? How do you see your business evolving? We see our business evolving more with our customers. We see our the way the customers evolve their businesses. We are very, very we'll be very aligned to that. Okay. As an example, We're talking to a, a, a large pharmaceutical company today, which is actually trying to kind of then take their internal clinical trial data and see how they can monetize it. Because what's the problem in the world is very long clinical development cycles. It's actually kind of, uh, uh, for the regulatory cycles and all, are pretty long. right? So we're trying to kind of cut that down by making sure that the data that a company has can be published and utilized by the other companies who are actually kind of trying to kind of bring in drugs with the similar symptoms and so on and so forth. So you can actually kind of reduce or shorten the cycles of drug development for the patients. So that's the kind of uh, transformations that we are talking about. And that's where we are actually kind of walking.
3: Yeah, I would like to add to that, too. The other, other area we are going to grow, we work with hundreds of fintechs. And, you know, fintechs are disruptors, innovators. They bring product to the market at a much faster pace than a traditional bank or financial institution. So what we do from that perspective, we go to larger banks, medium banks, small banks, and tell them, Hey, this is how in a typical disruptor, innovator, disruptor world they do business. We can bring the same mindset to a traditional large regulated environment and make tell them how to speed up their product, meet their customer needs. So that's another way for us to grow. That's another niche area we are focusing on growth, you know, from a from a financial from financial sector side, because that fintech mindset brings that same culture. Because one of the biggest challenges bigger bigger banks or bigger financial institutions have the cultural change of, right, going from an you know, arduous decision making process to how can be they nimble. So that's something we bring from our expertise too.
2: The parallel is the super tanker and the speedboat. <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: You have a, you have a fintech speedboat yeah. and a, a large legacy bank super
3: tanker. Absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: And both have to kind of pivot in a similar angle today and at a similar speed today, <laughs> if anything. Yeah. And if anything, the fintechs are actually forcing the tanker to kind of really be as nimble as can be. What people haven't got,
2: I feel, is just how much is actually changing in the last five years and is, is still happening. We're, we're in the middle of an evolution, particularly in financial services that people have not grasped the significance of in the way that it is going to fundamentally change how they do business,
3: how they do business with their customers, and how the customers view them. Yeah, I think Robin, the biggest challenge, I mean, everybody's after this new buzzword AI, we need to get an AI, but a lot of them taking AI away from some of the foundational aspects of their business, I mean, without digitizing the actual data or process, there is no point in doing digital transformation. Otherwise, what you're doing, you're putting a fertilizer on a flower that's already been flowered. There's no point. You're no, You're going to, going to get anywhere. See, I think the five, six components I see to get where they want to get, like you said, um, right? One is there is definitely an in- increased uh, customer awareness what they're looking for, the personalization. They're, they're more into personalization, they're more into what they call embedded finance. They want to see how their money being spent, how they, they should, that's one piece. There's an increased cybersecurity risk and compliance to it because the regulated environment, how these digital transformations are going to help them. Now next is everybody talks about big data. Big data is one puzzle of the process, but how can you use that data to create competitive product that customers are really looking for. That's another aspect of the game. So if you look into those perspectives, increase cybersecurity, that comes with the industry, increases risk and compliance management, that comes with that industry. Then how do you use all these fundamental aspects to provide a newer experience to your customer that there's a customer stickiness? Otherwise, what is going to happen? Like I said about a minute ago, am right? Smaller. Fintechs or nimble fintech with this new concept of open banking is going to come and take your lunch and eat that is what is going to happen and you are not going to be nimble your existence will be challenged that's how I see the, that's bit like you said everybody talks about it but nobody has really fundamentally addressed the need of the customer purely from an automation digitization the process and getting value out of it You know?
1: I totally agree actually in fact I think um, one of the other things that's happening which is actually aiding what uh, uh, by you, as has just said, most of the core banking platforms are getting unbundled, as you speak today. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the monolithic nature of the old core banking platforms is no longer a, um, no longer a need. I think people need to kind of people are moving towards more microservices architectures and actually unbundling these platforms to provide a lot of edge edge applications for the consumers to have. Right? So I think uh, that is a trend that's actually going to kind of really pick up as we see. And uh, whether you take larger platforms like Teminos and so on and so forth, Teminos is probably trying to uh, move towards microservices architecture as we
3: speak today from its uh, old. It is a key trend in core banking.
1: Yeah, so So, I mean,
3: uh, I'll tell you the best example. I mean, nobody heard about Thought Machine probably three years ago, two years ago. But if you look into it, Thought Machine is probably leading from the front from that platform centric microservices approach. But now everybody's trying to catch up to them. And they were a small fintech. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask me who's one of the key disruptors and innovators in that field is thought mm-hmm. machine, exactly the same reason, because everybody wants to get into a microservices-based platform architecture. But as a bank, I only want to pick and choose what I want to give to your my customer, not like your traditional monolithic, huge product-centric, uh, stitched-together 75 products with a 75 different licensing model. It is, even from a from management perspective itself, it's a headache. Then think about how how, you, how you can provide and help your customers what they're looking for. That's how the whole industry is transforming now, you know. And
0: that's Beju Panika, Global CTO and Practice Head, Banking Insurance and Financial Services of Ultimetric, together with B. Madhavikalanu, the company's Chief Transformation Officer.